Welcome to the Kankle Fritz and Friends Podcast. And hey, it's Kankle Fritz. Here's some highlights from today's show. It's not a majority of people, but there is about 25% of people have to read the end of a book (laughs) before they read the book. And (laughs) just trying to figure that out. Sally is in that camp. I am in that camp. Kind of a little distant in that I need to understand the basic premise with the the characters. Need to get to know them. And And you've done this with every book. Every book since I was a child. Oh, my goodness. It's just, uh, that would ruin it for <laughs> me. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. And it makes it for me because I'm like, oh, this is fascinating. All right. <laughs> Tim is with us from Gilbert, Arizona. What do you got? I cannot enjoy a movie if I have to endure all the drama <laughs> and wait to the end to find out who's going to live and <laughs> is a marriage going to survive. And so I'd rather know up front. Uh-huh. So emotionally... I, I can't handle the roller coaster. <laughs> I've got enough, you know, of life. Okay. Okay, so Sally, is it because you can't handle the drama? No. No. Okay. It's because so I enjoy how the drama unfolds. Is, yes. Oh uh-huh. my goodness. So Sal so okay, that's a little different then, Tim. Yeah, yeah. it's different. You can't yeah. handle the drama. It's <laughs> too dramatic. I love the drama. If you knew it how it turned down, it wouldn't be as dramatic for you. Mm-hmm. And so that's well, that's yeah. Oh, excuse maybe, me. Maybe maybe movie watching <laughs> is not for you. <laughs> uh, you're exactly right. Uh-huh. Wow. All right. We got a bunch of text messages here, too. Uh, wow, this is interesting. Kathy from Kansas, she says, I'm intrigued by Sally's comments. I'm going to try to rebook as she describes taking away all the anxiety and suspense would oh, be great. Okay, somebody else. So she is actually in Tim's camp, but not for yeah. the same reason you are. Right, 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 right. I see several people here who says that Sally is not alone. They do the exact same thing. We have, <laughs> what, three, four text well, messages that have come in like that? Yep. So I you have so friends. <laughs> you have friends. I feel so not alone anymore. But we didn't know now there's two reasons. Yes. There's what well, Sally just can't, just has no what the ending yeah, yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people like Tim are like, I can't handle drum drama. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> and I'm so intrigued by it. That's and, and the mind who put all the pieces together to get to that end result. Yeah, whatever. Love it's it. weird. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Call right now. 888 Help. Talking about calling the police and, you know, finding out that this really isn't the same, you know, <laughs> an emergency. A baby got out of the crib and so they thought this someone's in their house, you know. Oh, goodness. Break in and Ooh. that's what it ended up being. Um but <laughs> love to get your stories. 888-888-9976. And you got one for us? So I called the police one night at about 1230 in the morning for them to kill a spider. And the dispatch <laughs> officer told me, <laughs> he said, ma'am, I can't send an officer to your house to chase a spider around. And I actually told him, I said, oh, don't worry. It hasn't moved in two hours. I've been standing here watching it. <laughs> And so he told me how to kill it. And ultimately, about three hours later, I finally got up the nerve. I had never killed a spider by myself before, and it was about the size of my hand. It was crazy. Oh, my goodness. Did the, feel for you. Did the 911 operator say, all right, man, approach the spider. <laughs> Carefully. Grab a napkin. <laughs> Yeah. Have you tried could... reasoning with the spider? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's just a typical normal thing, but it can be awkward and embarrassing. Like, 
When you're in the grocery store and there's someone that is right in front of where you need to be, mm -hmm. but instead what you do is you act like you're trying to look for something else <laughs> across the aisle or whatever. Because it's awkward to stand yeah. there. <laughs> you know, stuff like that, like getting on the elevator is... So awkward. No very awkward for a lot of people. Uh. Yeah. Family Life Radio. I used to get embarrassed being on elevators too, but I found a cure. Oh? Yeah. When I get on an elevator now and there's people in there and everybody's, you know, looking up at the what floor they're going to and it's dead silent. Uh-huh. So now I say... Well, I suppose you're all wondering why I called this meeting. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you're doing? You're also forcing me into a conversation I don't know if I want to have. But... <laughs> <laughs> Family Life Radio, how about yourself? Being asked, how are you doing? And they'll say, fine, how are you doing? And they'll be like, fine. And I'll be like, okay, so fine, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm Darren with We Are Messengers. And if you didn't know, Family Life Radio is listener supported. By giving you help people find hope and keep the station on the air. You're helping make possible a place that people can turn to for hope and truth. Thank you so much for supporting Family Life Radio. You can give safely and simply at myflr.org. Thank you for making hope possible. It is an espresso, not an espresso. <laughs> oh, yes. I've yep. been caught on that one before. Talking about mispronounced words... February. Oh, yeah, there's that one too. <laughs> <laughs> Is it forte or fort? It's another one. Well, it depends on how you're using it. I know. <laughs> Family Life Radio, what you got for us? All right, for the longest time when I was young, I mispronounced handkerchiefs. I would call them handkerchiefs, as in blowing a big hanker out of your nose. <laughs> <laughs> I've always I said handkerchief. Think, yeah, that's what I said handkerchief. too. So it's a yeah. handkerchief. Huh. Handkerchief is the proper term, but I still like handkerchief. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I just learned something. Weird. Yeah. Handkerchief. Handkerchief. Well, we I don't, don't really use them yeah. anymore. Right. Now I, I was like, yeah, I think that went <laughs> away with my grandpa. Don't have one stuffed in my pocket, but a handker <laughs> is sort of a hanker. Can I get you a handkerchief? Dude, so you're going to blow a hanker out of your nose. I like what you said. <laughs> <laughs> if you've got good news, we want to hear it. Triple eight, triple eight, ninety nine, seventy six. And who's this? Uh, my name is Alasia. Alasia, that is an awesome name. Mm -hmm. Thanks, I got it for my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and you're funny. <laughs> Well, what's on your mind? So I'm in recovery, and when I was in rehab, I went to rehab through the Salvation Army. Okay. And the craziness that was my addiction, I did whatever I needed to get whatever I wanted. When I was in rehab, like three weeks in, I was working in the warehouse, and in one of the pairs of pants, I found $3,000. Um, and my first thought was like, I need to give this to my supervisor. Yeah. And then I did that, and then I came back to my space, and I'm like, what the heck is wrong with <laughs> and everyone around me thought that I was absolutely psychotic and I was just so at peace with the situation and then after I had that second thought I'm like why would I even do that today like I'm cared for I'm provided for like I'm learning to love myself and love others and that's why I gave it back because mm. I know that they were going to be able to help someone else that was in my situation um, with those funds. Did they find the owner? So the gentleman had passed away 
And so his kids had just like thrown all his stuff in a box and donated it to the Salvation Army. And so when the kids were informed about what was going on, they were like, just keep it. Wow. They'd let them know about like what their ministry was and what they were doing and who found it. And they were just so impressed with like someone being so early in recovery and being able to turn that back in. And they were like, wow, this is a testament to what the work you guys are doing. And we want to be able to give back to that. So go ahead, just keep it. Yeah, it was just real beautiful. Oh, absolutely. So do you have any good news? We want to hear about it. Call us right now. 888-888-9976. The experiences and things that happened to you as a child can frame who you are as an adult today. It's Kankel Fritz and Friends with you on Family Life Radio. Had an opportunity. We were listening to Dr. Randy the other day, and he was talking about just studies that he has done on childhood, things that happen to people at their childhood, how negatively it can affect you as an adult. Just something happened or somebody said something and the rest of your life you're there in that framework oh 100% I when I was this happened when I was 11 years old mind you now when I I went to elementary school I switched halfway through elementary school from a private school to a public school so entered fourth grade public school first time it wasn't popular by any stretch of the imagination but I had a few people that I consider to be good friends. And then when I moved to sixth grade, now there's all these schools coming together and I had been talking to some new people and a girl that I went to elementary school with just made this offhanded comment. She went, oh, Misty, Misty didn't have any friends uh, in elementary school. Literally nobody liked her. Who is she talking to? She was just talking to, it was this group of people that we we met at lunch. Telling them that nobody liked you. Nobody liked me. And immediately I went, Oh no, is that the case? Like were the people that I thought that were my friends, were they not my friends? And I couldn't, I never have figured out if she was trying to elevate herself in that moment or if that's really how she saw me. And the second is what stuck with me. And so to this day, I am constantly second guessing friendships and relationships. And in any given room, I feel like the least liked person there. Wow. And you think it all goes back to... I do. ...this thought that was planted in your mind. I really do, yeah. It's amazing. You know, I guess it just goes to show, I wonder how we can undo that. And maybe that's maybe this is the way you can. Just think of if it's true that somebody else spoke something over you and it changed everything. Well, what if you have the opportunity today to speak something positive and good over somebody else? What would that do? Mm could change everything. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So maybe it, we can be intentional today and think about what good can I speak over somebody's life today? Hey, you want to chime in? You can call us at 888-888-9976. Talking about people doing things anonymously or not, but just know God's dealing with them to, to help you in a way. And how do you react to that? And Mike is with us this morning. Tell us your story. So I'm in the military full time and I was just stopping by local grocery store on the way home from work and I had maybe $40 of groceries on the belt. I noticed there was a gentleman that made his way over to the uh, cashier and tried to slip the uh, cashier his credit card, kind of trying to be uh, nonchalant and, and pay for my groceries. When I saw that happening, I was like, oh no, no, you don't have to do that for me. It's okay. I, I've got it. You know, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, you know, I've got a job. Sure. I've been blessed. I've got the funds to do this. I don't need your money. It's fine. I do thank you for that. It, it means a lot to me. And I appreciate that. And the guy's response was, 
you know, kind of jokingly like, hey, you know, I'm trying to make up for all the good deeds that I haven't done this year. And I'm like, no, it's, it's fine, sir. I, I really appreciate it. Thank you. But then, you know, as I left, I, I really regretted not accepting that opportunity because I felt like I had prevented him from being a blessing to me. Mm. And so I decided after that point that maybe I needed to re-examine my heart and be open to the opportunity for when people want to bless me instead. So just something to think about, maybe a different way of looking at the situation. You know, it's a good point. When someone wants to do something good for us, I think the natural reaction is to brush it off. I got it, but you're right. Especially if God tugged on somebody's heart to do it. You're right, then we're robbing them of an opportunity to Mm -hmm. be blessed by it. Good lesson, thanks for sharing that story. Thanks for giving me the opportunity to do so and thank you all for uh, what you're doing to inspire us and bring the word of God to those of us that are here in Tucson and around the world. Well, thank you for your service as well. Yes. Appreciate all you do for us. Glad to. Been blessed given the opportunity to serve and, and to serve others and now I need to learn how to be served. Time for that joy report. I've got joy down in my soul. I'm gonna let this feeling take control. So what is bringing you joy? It's time for that joy report. Give us a call at 888-888-9976. All right, well, tell us what's going on. Well, I have to tell you what my mom did years ago. I just liked to smoke, so I did. And it used to drive her crazy because she didn't want me to. Okay. Well, I quit smoking. And I thought I had this big surprise for my mom. So I called to tell her, I said, I have a surprise for you. She said, you quit smoking. Ah. I said, how did you know that? I have been praying for you three times a day. Wow. He said, if you wouldn't quit on your own, God would make you so sick to your stomach every time you lit one or you were around one that you had to quit. And do you know that I still can't stand to be around cigarettes? Wow. wow. Her prayer was answered. <laughs> now, I got to know this. Did you have similar feelings like, I'm going to be sick to my stomach if I smoke the cigarette? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Ever since that day that I quit, you know, that I, I felt like I was going to be sick. I've never had a desire or an urge or, a, wow. you know. The power of a mom's prayer, right? That's for sure. You know, and I've also heard you should pray specifically. So mm-hmm. there we go. She did. That's huh. a great story. So tell all those moms to start praying for their kids who are smoking. I love that. Well, just start praying for your kids for no matter what. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talking about this uh, situation where a mom got on a plane with a little tiny two-year-old and an oxygen machine and somebody in first class gave them their seat. Mm-hmm. And we didn't, they, didn't, they didn't know who did it. It was totally anonymous. Somehow they sat in a different seat. Has that ever happened to you? 888 Teresa's with us. Tell us your story. I've had it happen to me twice. My husband and I have. And we're a blended family. I have two boys. He has two boys and we have one boy together. A child with special needs. Two children, actually, that had special needs, and we have custody of all five. Okay. I had an envelope show up at my house, addressed to me, addressed from me, with 12 $100 bills in it. Addressed to you and from you. (laughs) Yes. Wow. Okay. Yes. And we never did find out who it was. Couldn't have been at a better time. That's awesome. How fun is that? And I tell you, it's talking about faith renewal. Yes. I was going to say, how did that make you feel? That's pretty much when I started my faith renewal because somebody out there, it's not everybody's about themselves, you know? Yeah. Well, you know what it is, is this. I think that you said faith renewal. I hope that encourages us all. If God is dealing with you to do something for somebody or give somebody money or whatever it might be, 
you could be a spiritual breakthrough for them. Absolutely. It's exactly. like, wow, oh, God's listening. God mm-hmm, cares. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God works exactly. through his people. He does. <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't do it independently. That's he does right. it through us. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. And I know he does. So you guys have a great day. I have to get to work. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed the podcast. We would love to connect with you on Facebook and Instagram and have you share your good news or joy reports. Just look for and like FLR Mornings. Thanks for listening to the Kinkle Fritz and Friends podcast. We would appreciate it so much if you could rate, review and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. You can also find more exclusive content at myflr.org and FLR mornings on both Facebook and Instagram. And if you support Family Life Radio, thank you.